Blog Talk Radio. Nothing But The Truth is our radio show that talks about relationships and the issues that can happen when trying to start one, trying to get out of one, or currently in one. We also talk about real issues that are going on between sexes and how to change it around. Are you trying to find Mr. or Mrs. Right and keep ending up with a loser? Are you trying to figure out why things keep going wrong? If you say yes, then you're at the right place. And nothing but the truth, we're going to give you truthful advice that will help you get the relationship you want to be in and maintain it. Now I'm going to introduce you to the cast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, everyone, to Nothing But The Truth. I am your host, Evan Brooks, and I have my people with me. Mr. LeVon, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. If I'm started working. <laughs> and Mr. 910, which should be arriving shortly, still dealing with him. I think he's calling in now, but he needs to call on the other phone. But uh, I do have a special guest with me. Before I do all that, I want to tell everyone that everything is doing very, you know, people. I want to know, you know, what we're about, what we're doing different things like that, and it's all good. I just tell people to keep their mind open and make sure things are right, because if you don't do that, you'll never learn. But before I even do that, I will bring in Mr. 910, of course. Mr. 910, are you there? If I'm here, I'm here. What's going you, on, are, man? Where you at, buddy? You on your way here? Or, yeah, you know? I can't really leave. I'm, yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to put you back on hold for right now. We're about to go ahead and introduce our guest. So just bear with me. And if we have any technical difficulties, don't mind that at all because Blog Talk has been playing with our systems. They try to get me a few seconds ago. But I'm going to go ahead and introduce my guest. Bear with me one second. Here it goes. Cafe LA is a 40-year-old host of life, love, and everything in between. Cafe LA hails from Indiana and lives in both Indiana and Georgia. 
She has a true entrepreneurial spirit and is currently working on several different business ideas. A poet, a writer, and closet singer, Cafe Olay is currently putting together an anguished heart, poems of pain, a collection of some of her most heartfelt poems. When Cafe is not working, hosting her own show, or writing, she is busy taking care of her elderly parents or spending time with those who matter. Empowering women, women and teaching them how to love themselves is near and dear to her heart. Life, love, and everything in between is a show meant to empower, entertain, and to educate all who listen. When people see me, I want them to see more than a pretty face, Cafe says. I want them to see a woman, see a woman who is intelligent, driven, focused, and empowering others. Looks fade, but what you do and impart to others will last for generations. Make sure you make sure to catch Cafe Ale on life, love, and everything in between every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern time. You can catch her on. Oh, he, he just got cut off or accidentally. Excuse me. I'll let her go ahead and announce that. Hey, Cafe, are you there? Yes, I am. Hey. Yeah, he just huh? got cut off for a second. I think his phone got disconnected. Could you give out your website? Um, It's www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash life, love, and everything in between. I know it's kind of long, but. No, that's good. I, I can remember that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I thank you for coming in. And talking to well, us. Thank we you for a, having me. I'm excited. I've been trying to get you for a long time, for real. Yeah. <laughs> so it's many different things have been going on. So. Yeah. But yeah, but we're finally getting it together now. Yep. Yep. That's true, right there. That's true. Now, uh, the show today, folks, that we're talking about is basically something <laughs> like this. You know, the subject is, you know, what is a good man? Basically, you know, a lot of people want to know what women think a good man is, and you're going to be shocked at what we got for you here. I don't, it, it shocked me, it hurt my head, my head's still hurting, because some people got it, but other people are just like all out there, but I mean, whatever fits them, but it's kind of got a lot of contradictory to what me and Mr. LeVon was listening to, but I would like to play some clips for you, if you don't mind, and what, what I would like for you to do, you know, just, you know, see what you think about what this person is talking about. I didn't give no names. I just gave them subject, you know, subject one, subject two, subject three. Mm-hmm. So, okay. so if you don't mind, and I've been okay. reading, you know, reading a lot of stuff as well too. So it's it's really got my mind twisted up too. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna go ahead and play. Just bear with these people. I don't know if they listen. They like I don't care. You know, I'm gonna tell what's on my mind. Some people, I'm gonna tell you what happened with the other people because I posted at six, only managed to get three. So wow. it's it's a telltale sign, but I'm gonna go ahead. This is one person that I know in particular. Asked her this question. You know, I got some questions listed here, but you can listen to what happened because I have my recorder with me. But here goes. Okay. Hello, hello, hello. This is subject one. I have her with me, and she's going to answer some of the questions for the show here. What would you call a good man? Someone who is. Smart, attractive, and funny. 
Have you ever seen or been with a good man before? Yes. Why would you think this, well, why would you think it's hard to find a good man in today's world? Because it seems like they're all taken. If you met a guy that seemed to be a good man but was missing one of the components to be the good man that you describe, would you still talk to him? Probably not. And why is that? Because I'm picky. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I laughed in hysterical when she said that. So what do you think about what she just said? Wow. Um, <laughs> honestly, is she's really not searching for a lot because it's not hard to find someone that's attractive. It's not hard to find someone that's funny. Sometimes it's kind of hard to find people that are I guess it really depends on what she, you know, what her definition of smart is. But that to me doesn't go to the depth of the man. That that is not going deep enough for me. Not as far as what makes a good man. Being attractive and funny, that is to me that's off surface and those are things that fade away. So I I really believe that she needs to go a little deeper than that. Yeah, that's what I say too cuz I I was trying to talk to her. I said, "You sure that's all you want to say?" And she said, "That's all I can think of." Wow. You know, it's crazy. So I'm going to ask Mr. LeVon because I'm going to let everyone take a turn at, you know, I'll let you go first and let all the other guys go come in right behind you. So, Mr. LeVon, what do you think about that one? Um, I sort of feel the same way a lot of girls right as soon as you asked them that question. I remember, like, you talked about it on the last show, and you asked a girl, you know, what were her goals for life and other things, and she talked about how that was elementary and it's sort of the same thing here. They really touch on things that don't ver- go very deep when it comes to a lasting and very beneficial relationship. They talk about stuff that's, like um, the lady just said, very off the surface. I know plenty of guys who can make a girl laugh anytime they want, and they happen to be hoes at the same time. So when it comes to that, it's really not comprehensive or enough or explicit enough to really satisfy my opinion of them when they say something like that. Just get Mr. One Zero. Mr. Nine One Zero, are you there? Mr. Nine One Zero? Hold on, let me bring him in here. Mr. Nine One Zero, are you there? Yes, I'm here. What do you think about that uh, clip that I played? What was she saying? Uh, yeah. What that, I don't know. What that call my teacher says she was picky, man. She... Yeah, you could get off the phone and say she's picky. <laughs> I mean, she, I said she's she picky, man. She, 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 she ain't gonna find what you know, I guess what a good man is, and she picky like that. Mm-hmm. Can, can let me ask you a question? Let me let me ask you a question. Let me jump in really quick. You said that she's picky and she's not gonna find a good man. But if you think about, you know, what she said she was looking for, what defined a good man to her, that's not picky enough. Smart, attractive, and funny. Yeah. That I mean. that that is not that is so surface and it's like you oh could go into God. the grocery store and find probably every man in there would at least be they could be if, if they're not all three they're going to at least be two out of the three. Because I I thought she could get more because after the interview after this interview right here she was basically like uh I, that's why I can't find a man I think I'm gonna be single the rest of my life. Well, because she's because based on her criteria, she's looking for the wrong thing. She's looking for someone that's 
A, that's first attractive, which I understand. The physical attraction is going to be the main thing that draws us together. But beyond that, you ha- there has to be something that keeps you beyond that. And if that, if she's just really looking for, you know, smart, attractive, and funny, she's not even going to really know he's smart if she doesn't, you know, if he doesn't have the looks that she that she's expecting. Yeah, cause I, I was like, dang, cause one dude, it makes it so funny that we talked about this. That's a dude that I know that's attracted to her. That's smart, funny, you know, stuff like that. Cause the dude, he knows how to invest his money well. He gives good tips at, at the place that they work at. Mm-hmm. And he, he always go out there and try to get his stuff, you know, like, hey, let me go get you some ice cream. He says, I'm not attracted to him. I, but, you know, you look at and saying that you want this. <laughs> yeah, but then, but then in a way, though, and I do hear, I, I understand what she's saying there. I have met a lot of men who I found very physically attractive. They're very intelligent. They were what I considered to be a good man, but mm-hmm. I wasn't, I couldn't feel anything for them other than platonic feelings. It was just strictly platonic. Um, and try as try as I might, I just couldn't feel anything else for them. Even though they typically fit my criteria, we just may not have vibed well. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I totally. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, I was just saying that. I was just saying I totally agree with what you're saying. And then um, in this case, it's just so ironic that the girl seems to be very picky about, you know, certain things. At the same time, she's not really clear what she's picky about in the first place. Exactly. Exactly. And if you think about it, Ted Bundy, the serial killer, he was very attractive. He was very intelligent. And in order for somebody to pull off all the killings that he did, he was very intelligent. I don't know how funny he was, but he met at least two um, out of the three criteria that she specified. So yeah, mm-hmm. they definitely need to um, look a little deeper than what, what she's mm-hmm. saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to see no, no uh, unsolved mysteries whenever that comes back out. Yeah, I knew her. I did shit with her. <laughs> well, let's go to subject two. Now embrace yourself now. I, I know you ain't listening to the the information I got yet, but you're going to be listening. I don't want you to just be shocked, you know. Okay. (laughs) Subject two. Here we go. Subject two, subject two. I'm here with subject two, and I have some questions for you, Miss. I got four questions, actually. What would you call a good man? Someone who is doing something with themselves. Someone who has an education, who doesn't sit at home in his mama's house every day, wastes his life on drugs, doesn't have a terrible record, just trying to do something positive with themselves. Okay, that's a good, that's good. That's a good answer right there. I hope y'all listening, folks. <laughs> have you ever seen or been with a good man before? Yes, I have. Okay. Why do you think it's hard to find a good man in today's world? Because, you know, a lot of ladies say it's hard to find a good man. Ain't no good man around, you know. Why is that? I mean, why do these people having these problems, you know? What do you think? That's a great question. I don't know why we keep. I mean, honestly, I think a lot of girls like the bad guy, and that's why we run into them. Everybody wants to take the good guy home, but the bad guys are fun. 
So that's why I think everybody keeps running into the bad guys because that's honestly what we're looking for at first. And then they get on your nerves and then you're ready to get rid of them. <laughs> wow. If you met a guy that seemed to be a good man but was missing one of the components to be a good man you described, would you still talk to him? Absolutely. Because you can change or you can mold a person into what you want them to be. So, wow. hopefully, he would have potential, and if he had potential, it was worth it. All right, thank you. <laughs> wow. Before, before I even make a comment about that, I'd like to play this little clip right here, too. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know you got a lot on your mind. See, I told you it was going to have a lot after that one. I'm going to let wow. you go ahead and say what's on your mind. What do you think about that one? <laughs> Who, me? Yes, you. Kathy. Hmm. Well, I would have to say, now, some of the things I do agree with her on. Now, as far as the, her comment regarding you can mold someone and you can change them, I totally disagree with that. A, you shouldn't get with someone thinking in your mind that you're going to change them. We can't change anyone. And I think that's a huge mistake that a lot of women make. We 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 see a man and we see his potential, and we're we're like, oh well, you know, you know, I'll get with him and I'll, you know, I just work on this and he'll change that and he'll change that. He may never change those things because they may not be that important to him. So I I I definitely do not agree with that. Um, I do agree with the fact that whom you know, he should have goals. He should be trying to do something else with his life. Um, I don't believe that an education determines the quality of a man. I know a lot of men who don't have college degrees who are just as intelligent and just as good a man as, you know, the the brother down the street who who may have a Ph.D. and, and a whole bunch of other different, um, a whole lot of other education under his belt. I don't believe that that makes a man. Now, it does help with his intellect sometimes, but it does not mean that, if a man doesn't have a degree or if he's not educated, that he's not going to be a good man. I totally disagree with that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's some wild stuff. I believe what you're saying is true. Mr. LeVon, your turn. Um, I agree to some, but I definitely agree. I don't really have much to say because she pretty much hit everything on the head when it comes to it. Mm, okay. Let me bring in Mr. 910 because I know something's going on with him. Uh, it's 910, are you there? Blog talk screwing me over again, folks. <laughs> anyway, I'm just going to go ahead because they won't let me uh, get a touch with him. But like I was saying, I, I think that last part did twist my head because that, that still got my head hurting <laughs> when she was, like, wow. molding people. Because I'm like, you shouldn't have to mold anyone. It's basically saying, because remember, think about my question here. My question is basically... We'll sum it up like this, basically. Uh, let me pull out my little notebook here. If you met, if you met a guy that seemed to be a good man, but was missing one of the components to be a good man, you describe would you still take him? She said, "Yeah," but she's really saying no. You think about it. She's telling me she's gonna change the person so he can fit the component. True, but if you think about it too, she really didn't give a lot of. Um, characteristics or a, a lot of what she considered to be a good man. She really, you know, she said she, he needed to be intelligent and yeah. 
that was really one of the main things that hurt because I heard her say, well, if he doesn't, if he's not the way you want, then you can mold a person, you can change a person. So she really kind of skirted around the, the question. Yeah. A lot of them did. That, that That was the problem right there. People were scared. Now, I was talking to uh, some 20-year-olds, like 20, from 20 all the way up to like 25, and they was getting scared, you know. They were like, you know, I want to answer it. Because it wasn't like I put them on the spot, and I let them look at the questions before they even answer. So I, I don't know. I mean, a lot of people, like, when, when it comes to the times, because I tell them, I say, this show is supposed to help men and women. If you answer these, you know, these questions, it gives an idea to the audience, you know, what's going on. But I don't got a clue, because a lot of people say they don't got a clue. Because I was going to say, well, that's true, though, because you have to you have to understand, if you're talking to someone who's in their 20s, in their early 20s, they more than likely have not had enough relationships to know what they want. I, when I was in my 20s, I didn't have a clue. I, I turned 40 last year, and I'm telling you, only within the last three to five years have I really been able to, you know, to really tell what it is that I'm looking for in a mate. Before then, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I thought I knew, but I really didn't. It was like I had to get into a different situation. Oh, yeah, well, he has some of what I'm looking for, but I really didn't I didn't know who I was completely. So I really couldn't tell what I needed or what I even wanted. I mean, um, that's, that's, that's really it. good. Yeah. Uh, I thought that these people was telling these things, I was like, it doesn't add it up, you know? But, hey, in time, hopefully in time, they'll get it right. Let's go to the <laughs> last. Because <laughs> I, I have some notes for it, too, as well, too, because I, I got other problems listed in it as well, too. I don't know if, you, if y'all got y'all notebooks out or anything. But I also want to allow callers to call in. If they want to call in, the number is 646-716-7911. You can call in. Ask Kathy Ale some questions because she she knows what you're talking about. You got a good head. Ask Mr. LeBron, even ask Mr. Nine One Zero. But let's mm-hmm. go ahead and play this last clip right here. Now, Mr. Nine One Zero did this last clip, but somehow Block put a block on him somehow where he came and uh, called through. So I don't know what's going on. So Mr. Nine One Zero, if you're hearing this or whatever, hang up and call me back so we can talk to you about this. But let's play the third. Last clip, because I was going to have six, but people ran away. So, <laughs> let's go <All> ahead. Right. <laughs> but play for me. <laughs> well, I'll talk for you. Don't worry, I got a backup plan. <laughs> Let me find my recorder, because I got it on the recorder, too. Hold on one second, folks. Okay. <clears throat> now, bear with me now. I'm playing this off my my MP3 recorder. Here you go. What's up? This your boy, Mr. Nine One Zero. I'm nothing but the truth. I'll be right there. I just want to know for you. I want to see you in that position. Uh, I'm a 
Know if y'all could hear that? Could you hear that, anyone? I couldn't. Uh, Let me yeah, see. Back. It, was, it was kind of fuzzy. Let me replay. I hope y'all don't mind that. It's only two minutes, so okay. it was very choppy. Yeah, I finally got it working because I have to work two computers because of blog talk. <laughs> Apologize for that, but here it goes again. What's up? This your boy, Mister Nine One Zero from Nothing But the Truth. How's everybody doing out there? I have some news for you. Um. I went to the city and I had my little assessment, assessment of interviews with one particular lady I, that I knew. You know, I asked her some questions. And well, my first question was, what will you call a good man? And this is her response to this question. I, call, I would call a good man somebody who, um, this is just how to treat his woman. I mean, when it comes to, I mean, it's only... You know, that he was part of it all, also coming from the, he knows how God wants him to treat woman, you know. Um, it, he doesn't have to have a lot. Just basically know that she's his queen, you know, respect her, and uh, put her first. Um, that's the most thing that I look for. Have you ever seen or been with a good man before? I ever. I would say yes, I have. Um, relationship wise, no. But friends, yes, I have had a portion of have some little good guy friends um, that treat me very well. Um, but romantically, no. I, I wouldn't say so. I'd say that they were 
good guys, but they didn't have what I basically everything I needed. They were nice people, but they weren't good guys. Do you think it's hard to find a good man in today's world? Um, no, I don't think it's hard to find a good man. I believe it's all about where you look. Uh, well, actually, number one, I don't believe that women are supposed to look anyway. But um, I believe that there's a lot of good men, but there's some men that you can, they can only go the limits that you allow them to go. So if you, I, don't, I believe if you don't demand a certain respect from a man, I believe you won't get it. But I believe that most men are good men. They want to do good and they want to do right. But I think women make it too easy. Um, too easy for them not to step up to the standards that they're supposed to, to live up to. Have you met a guy that seems to be a good man but was missing one of the components to be the good the good man you describe? Would you still talk to that? Would you still talk to him? It depends on what that component was. You know, some things are negotiable, compromisable, and some things aren't. It just depends on what that one thing was and, and how much it meant. I mean, also, it could be changed. You know, some things could be worked on, you know. Um, if it was something that, that, I could, that he could work on or, or change or something like that. Okay, I believe that's it right there. Let me bring Mr. Nine One Zero, and I got another uh, another person here. He's uh, one of my friends, Mr. Byron. I'm about to bring him in here, and he's gonna talk about. It. But before that happens, I want like to have Mr. Nine One Zero talk about this interview because see this interview. I know it still sounds choppy. Someone just sent me a, a I guess the IM telling me that Block Talk's audio is all messed up. Can you believe that? <laughs> But I'm going to go ahead and bring him in. Mr. 910, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay. Can you explain to us what basically happened? I mean, well, for when you was interviewing this young lady here. First time I was interviewing her, you know, when we was at him, good signal, so I could understand everything she was saying. But to me, it's pretty much, it's one of the questions I asked her about um, what kind of man, you know, What's a good man to her? She really basically answered the question and anything like that. But I know one, I asked her another question about um, has she ever been with a good man or seen or seen a good man? She said, well, I have friends. And they kind of, I don't know, they kind of shot me right there a little bit. She had friends, but they didn't have all the components and stuff like that. So I, I got kind of stuck right there with her. Wow. Now, what do you think about it? Well, from what I could hear that she was saying, she did make some sense and, you know, some things. Um, she was just pretty much saying, you know, that she's looking for someone that, what you know, she considers a good man is someone that respects her and puts her first, which I do agree. Honestly, I believe that both people should put one another first. And it's, that to me, it doesn't just fall on the man. Um so I, I would say I, that I agree with a lot of what she said, you know, and she wasn't, she didn't sound to me as someone that was shallow. She sounded like someone, you know, who knew what she wanted in a man. Now she said that she hasn't really found any. Now I don't necessarily agree with there are plenty of good men out there. <laughs> I don't know if I agree with that. But see, then I'm not just going to put it on men. I'm going to put it on people, period. Because I've yeah. noticed that a lot of people that in today's 
age, not just men, but men and women, play so many games. Even people that are my age, people that are even in their 50s. You know, I just mm-hmm. to me it's just like so many people are so busy, so busy playing games that you really sometimes can't really get to the heart of the person. You know, there are you know everybody's out there looking for love, but just too many people are playing. Yeah, mm-hmm. remember bringing Mr. Byron before me and Levon take our share on and let Mr. Byron talk about uh, his thoughts about that comment on this uh, clip. Mr. Byron, you online? Hey, Luke, I'm here. Yeah. What what do you think about that comment if you heard it? Well, uh, Mr. Nine One Zero gave his thoughts about you know, about the young lady that was listening what she considered a good man. Well, you know, my whole thing is when she was talking about, you know, what every woman, you know, or what what she wants in a man and, you know, how, you know, you should put each other first and all that. My whole thing is a little bit different. I I did agree not not you know, nine one zero brought up some good points and the lady that just spoke had some good points. My whole thing is this. People in hell on ice water. So, I mean, and I said that because people, you know, you want things that you just can't have. And I think the whole thing about this, I personally believe is what you want, you need to be. If you want a good man, then you need to be a good woman. You need to be, you need to be what it is you desire to attract. That's and a lot, of times, a lot of times you have women, I'll with you, particularly black women, and, I say now, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm treading very light. I am not offending anyone. Black women overall, I think, have just been losing for so long that they really don't when they want something. A lot of times you have you have black women walk around today that have good men. They just, they they really don't recognize why because that man that they have isn't what women would consider to be a good man. You know, a stereotypical man in today's society is a man that you know what I'm saying that's got the fly job, that's got the fly house, that's got the you know, the money, you know what I'm saying, the looks, the light skin, finally cut it off, all that. They consider that to be a good man, you know what I'm saying, treat you nice, wine and dine you. They don't look at the brother that's working two or three jobs, you know what I'm saying, that's got a couple of kids that's hustling, and, you know what I'm saying, not a perfect person, but accepting his responsibility. If all, if all he can afford is to take you to Golden Corral or, you know, Outback Steakhouse and do what all-you-can-eat kind of thing, women are like, okay, no, nah, he a scrub, he low down. Why? No, this man that I think is better than the man that has it all because a man that can have it all and don't appreciate anything that he has really ain't got nothing. But a man that works hard for what he got, you know, a lot of people want this this instant money kind of. I believe women, for women that I've talked to and interviewed with, you know, women have this stereotype where they want the Chris Browns and, and the Marios that they want, you know what I'm saying, the man that just is popular and everybody wants. But a friend of mine, a true story, is with a guy that fits into that category. You know what I'm saying? That has to look, the money, all the stuff, you know, all the girls want him. And let me tell you something. She's the most insecure female you ever want to meet. She thinks that every woman that comes in contact with her man wants him. And she and she has such a low self-esteem because she's like, well, why would he be with me when he can be with all these other girls? So it's, it's not so much about a woman wants. A woman needs to really do take some inventory with herself and figure out what she needs. And if if you don't, if a woman doesn't know what she needs, then what she's going to, what she wants is what is what she's looking at and what she thinks that she wants. And then you go through the whole spiel with the drama and the relationships and all that. Why? Because it's what she wanted. Everything that we want is not always good for us. We want to have a good time, but you know what I'm saying. We, we may want to drink or this that. And, you know, we want to have a good time, but if we get too much, you know what I'm saying, we go into a whole nother. You know what I'm saying. We acting up. We doing this that and the other. So long story short, 
I understood where the lady was coming from. She's like a thousand women that you see and meet and talk to every day that have kind of a misguided perception as to what they, they want in a man because they've never really worked on themselves. Mm, interesting. Now, my question is, why why do you feel that she was misguided when, you know, I didn't really necessarily hear her saying anything negative about men. What exactly were, are you saying that she was misguided on? The whole thing about how, um, you know, compromising, you know, that's something that you have to compromise to do. In relationships, it is about compromise. But exactly. I think a lot of times where women, not just black women, women in general go wrong is, they don't know where to compromise and where not to. Okay, you compromise on, you know what I'm saying, issues with, you know, whether it's, you know what I'm saying, uh, beliefs or, you know, do I go movies, do I go skating, or, you know, this is how I feel about relationships, this, that, and yes. Try, but there's got to be a line there. You have some women that compromise and take down, you know, drop their standard. First of all, a lot of women fail to set a standard. You know what I'm saying? Just like for me, if I go out on a date, my standard, again, how I was raised up, okay, yeah, you open the door for a woman. You know what I'm saying? You know, the front door, your door, whatever, you open the door. A lot of women aren't used to that. Why? Because there isn't a standard there to be a respect. You know what I'm saying? A, a woman gets an attitude with you that if she likes you enough that she may want to try to, you know what I'm saying, give you someone the first night. You say, no, I want to really get to know you. There's a confusion there because it's not expected. You know what I'm saying? It's not expected for them to, you know, for you to say no. You're supposed to want it if they want to give it to you. That's not always the case. So yeah, but I, I think, think that over goes. I think with time, as a person ages, as they get older, I think they realize that. Because like I said earlier, you know, a lot of these women, I'm, I'm not sure if you're the one that did the interviewing, but a lot of these women are very young, you know, and they are, they're going to have to go through a lot of different, you know, a lot of different, I don't want to necessarily say problems, but they're going to have to grow in order to know that. And and if you look at it, a lot of these women, a lot of people are having babies younger now. I mean, younger and younger. So the girls that are coming up now, they're not learning the same things that were instilled in, you know, when my mother ta- raised me, you know, and in the generations prior to my generation. You know, the younger that the kids are when they start having the having their babies, a lot is lost during that time because they they want different things. You know, a lot of people do want the pretty boys. When I was younger, he had to be pretty a pretty boy. If he wasn't what everybody wanted, I didn't want him. But you have to understand, I was young. You know, I was in my in my early 20s. I was in my late teens. I had to go through a lot of hell. I mean, pure, unadulterated hell in order to get to the point where it's like, okay, I know what I know my value. I know what I'm worth. But these women are just going to have to, I do believe that they're going to have to grow, A, first. They have to grow. Because right now, what else is going to be important to them? They're not really looking to get married. True. You, yeah, you, oh, you, you really, you, you, you said a lot right there. And because you have the experience, you know. And it's unfortunate that we don't have, you know, the, the, the old school parents. You know, back from, you know, I come from a small town. And, you know, it, you know they, they came from the model, it takes a village to raise a child. So if you were out doing something you had no business doing, you know, everybody knew your mom and everybody knew you. They would whoop you, call your mama, tell her what you did. When you got home, you got another whooping. There was an accountability there for more than just one person, but you don't have people taking the time to sit down to these young girls and tell them, you know what I'm saying, that your body is special, that you are special, and you shouldn't think, uh, you know, you shouldn't think anything less of yourself. For, particularly for black women, I feel they grow up with, they grow up, 
so hard because you, you see, you know, the, the wannabe black woman on TV who is everything that, you know, they're like, oh, that's how a black woman needs to be. Okay, you're dealing with how, you know, perception of how people, you know, more brothers are going to white women. You're dealing with the pressures from that. So I feel black women overall, uh, overall are, are just are being pressured to, you know, okay, and if I want somebody to love me, if I want somebody now, with everything, with all the competition that's going on, I have to take down, I have to compromise. Okay, yeah, maybe I didn't want to sleep with them on the first night. Maybe I didn't want to sleep with them at all. Or maybe I didn't want to deal with them, you know, the pants sagging down to their knees or whatever. I didn't want to deal with all that, the cussing and being referred to as a whole bitch or slut. I didn't want to deal with all of that. But you know what? At least they're showing me attention and affection that mommy, well, just mommy because daddy, you know what I'm saying, is a maybe, you know, couldn't give me. Why? Because mommy was working two or three jobs to put food on the table. So if your mother, you know what I'm saying, it's like a, it's a repeated event, okay, you're, if you don't change the track that you're on, you're destined to be a baby mama. Why? Because your mother was a baby mama, grandmother was a baby mama. You have three and four and five generations of single parents, and no one wants to take the initiative to break the cycle. There has to be a standard set. I agree with you. I totally agree with you. I do. Bring it, Mr. Mr. LeVon, see what his thoughts is, because I know he's been quiet over there for a second. I've been quiet over there for a second. So, Mr. LeVon, what do you think about this? Um, I definitely agree. Um, experience come, does come with age at the same time. Also, experience comes just from learning from other people. And it definitely when you, because when you're young, there's some people, they've been in a lot of relationships, and they might have some wisdom to give. Other times, there's a lot of women out here that really, and men too, I definitely have to see men too, that try to act like they really know what they want, but they really barely even know themselves because they're constantly depending on what their friends view as cool or what their friends view as acceptable. And the same is true as about, about a relationship. Um, a lot of women that I've interviewed and spoke to, in reference to issues like this, they always placed a lot of incident, um, um, excuse me, confidence and influence on certain things that their friends had already defined oh, this is sexy, this is what you need right here, this is what's going to work for you, rather than asking themselves, what do I want, what makes me happy in my life, instead of sticking to the basic things, you know, the guy who looks like he can handle himself, the dingo type, you know, just the basic stereotypes, as um, they were saying, I agree on some levels about the issue of um, compromise as well. Compromise does not always have to um, um, come in a relationship there's a line, uh, as I was taught when I was younger, between compromise and gullibility. And in this case, there's certain things where you simply can't compromise, but a lot of times relationships and some issues are going to be about a compromise because right as soon as you think about what a good man or a good woman is, you're also going to have to look at certain limits and restrictions and limitations and expectations that are automatically placed right as you um, think about that context, right as you start go searching when you think about what you want for yourself you're going to think well hey they can't be like this they can't have that or they have to be here there's automatically certain things that you're going to be limited to an aspect so it's very important in my opinion to have a much broader and a much more understanding perspective of life it definitely goes he said um, beyond just one person it goes beyond simply a nuclear family it goes beyond a lot of things yeah, I, I think that's true, too. But I think the problem is a lot of people want to have perfection. I don't think they got to understand that themselves mm -hmm. are not perfect. Because I was looking at one of these uh, highlights, the problems here. There's a lot of things that's going on when people 
are sitting there talking about, I want this, I want that. They're trying to mold something or manufacture the perfect person. This goes for men and women. And I think, to be honest, you got to look yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, are you perfect? Are you flawless? <laughs> because what would you want to place the emphasis on this person when yourself is not flawless? Exactly. They want the, they have build a bear um, personality where they automatically think about the typical guy that they want in their life and they just try to, I don't know, just really go out of um, left field with it. It's being totally unrealistic in my opinion because at the end of the day there's going to be a lot of expectations that you know are not going to be met in the current situation you're living in. So you definitely have to keep your head out of the clouds in this case and keep it right here on earth. It's nice to dream, but sometimes dreaming when it comes to relationship definitely needs to have realistic foundations. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. One thing that I will say I definitely agree with, um, I'm the person that did the interviewing. He made such a good point as far as, you know, what we're – Wanting someone else to bring to the table, we need to be, we need to bring bring the same thing to the table. I think a lot of times, you know, we have these expectations. Uh, a lot of times, you know, not just women because men, you know, they're out there looking for a woman who's got her own house and she's got all of these different things, and he's really not bringing anything to the table. And a lot of times, as a matter of fact, one person I know in particular, um, absolutely beautiful girl. You know, and she's she's waiting for this rich man to come and whisk her away. And, you know, my thing is, what, what do you have to offer? Okay, you can cook, so what? You know, what are you, what are you bringing to the relationship besides your beauty? You know, nowadays, that is not enough. So I totally yeah. agree. We, you know, everybody needs to, you know, whatever you're expecting someone to, to give to you, you need to be willing to give that back and more. Exactly. I definitely so agree with you there. People have become definitely very egocentric when they look at a relationship. What are they going to do for me instead of what am I going to do for them in return? I think that's one of the reasons we have such a problem. Um, it was kind of interesting because a recent study I was looking at talked about how even though the divorce rate has actually gotten a lot better from what it was before in the earlier years of 2000, um, one of the things they noticed is that people really aren't getting married as um early as they used to. They're actually waiting a lot longer to choosing not really to get married in a lot of cases and just being very long relationships. And I think that's the issue here because people have been so used to trying to get what they want and the people that have been hurt by those situations are trying to stay out of that and just stay focused on them and try to focus on what they can give in that time, you know. Yes. So I like go wait a minute, go ahead. Oh. So, I mean, we, we, we've all addressed, I believe, um, every one of us have has addressed the issue, um, which is that, you know, uh, you know of what, what what people think that they want in a mate or, you know, in a man and a woman. Um, and all, the, the solution is where I think if we can just address, because, you know, somebody out here listening, they're like, you know what, you know, I, I thought these are the qualities that I wanted in a man, and I'm listening to, you know, to a talking radio, and they're bringing out some good key points. There's a lot of things I did miss out growing up, or there's been some bad experiences that I've gone through, and I, I really don't know like I thought I knew anymore. Where where can I go from here? You know, because uh, there aren't support groups on campuses or something like that. You know, there, there, there's no one out there to say, you know what, if you 
you know, if you need, you know, here, let me show you how to be a real man. Let me show you how to be a real woman. You know, not what the industry is, is saying a real man is, but a real one. Let me show you what really a person is. You know, help you be real so you can attract something real that you want and that that's best for you and that you'll be able to grow on because the media tells us, what kind of music we need to hear. They tell us what kind of clothes we need to wear, what kind of food we need to eat, what kind of places we need to shop. You know, America's conception is that we are not able to think, you know, on our own. Someone's always telling us what it is to do. You have a clock that tells you what time to get up. We've got to start making decisions for ourselves and not let uh, peer pressure or media or what we see as, you know, the it or the must-have or keep up with the joints, what, what works for us. I mean, you know, you driving a Mercedes, Kurt, may work for you. I, you know, I may be built for a GMC Yukon. You know what I'm saying? I may be a whole nother level, but because I'm seeing, you know, you, how successful you are just because you drive a Mercedes, I want to get a Mercedes, too, and I can't afford to have one. But you know what? I think that starts in the home. I really do. Because even though the media is trying to dictate um, and, and trying to give us our own image, I believe that starts at home with the parents telling the children who they are and what should and should not define them. Yeah. Exactly, but who who is who, who's telling the parents? You you have parents that are going to the Jay Z and you know the Beyonce concerts with their children because they're still in their mindset and because that they're young. I mean, how can I pour into my child if no one never poured into me? And you're exactly right. It does start from home, but if there's no home, why the majority of people there is no home? You have latchkey kids. Kids get off a school bus, get dropped off at their home. Why? Because their parents you know, did what they did, are struggling to, you know, pay bills, to that, and the other, working two or three jobs so they're never at home. So when your child hits teenage years, okay, they're home alone with no one to pour into them because you're having to struggle to keep a roof over their head. And then what do they do? They see society, the pressure hits them, and they, you know, they're letting in their boyfriends through the front door and the back door of your home, and then, bam, you're getting a call to the school. Your child is in the guidance, you know, council office, scared to tell you that she's pregnant. And then the whole cycle starts over again. You know, we've got to do something to break this generational curse of, of single parenthood, male and female. That's true. I do agree with you there. Yeah. But let, let me let me get back on here where we could talk about some of the solutions to what people should look for in a good man. I mean, these are not all the solutions. This is some of the things that came up in my head, and y'all can agree or disagree. People can call in now if they want to. <laughs> Six seven one six seven nine one one six four six seven one six seven nine one one. One thing that I would tell for some of the women out there now, these things doesn't even deal with physical attributes right here. This deals with uh, a person's inside, the attributes from the inside here. I think, in my opinion, that the guy must be committed. You want to be with a guy that's committed. You don't want to go get some jerk off the street if he's going here, here, there, in different types of beds. Another thing that I would like to say is that he needs to be dedicated, you know. That's one thing you want to have in a relationship. And you have to have a sense of responsibility. You don't want to be with someone irresponsible. You know, that's not good. <laughs> I, you know, that's not, that's not even appreciated right there. A person who's reckless and stuff, a uh, trustworthy companion. You know, you got to trust this person. You know, if y'all get committed in a relationship that hopefully leads into marriage, you know, if that's your possible goal, go with it. A hundred percent with you. What I mean by a hundred percent with you, I mean basically he's honest. 
I tell people that's how I come. I come honest. You might not like what I say, but it's coming straight from the heart being real. I'm not here to sugarcoat anything. I tell people the way it is, how it is, how I feel. Because, you know, that's the problem with the world today. They call me probably the bad guy because I go out and tell the truth. Now, if you come up to me and you ask me a question, don't get mad if you want to answer. And the thing is, I personally can respect honesty, you know. You got some people who don't like it. They might not be used to it because all their lives they've been lied to. It's like basically in a Matrix, if y'all ever watched that, the first Matrix, you can have the blue pill. The blue pill is ignorance. Ignorance bliss. You can live in the world, you like Myron was talking about how all the stuff is going on, and like it doesn't exist, you know? Or you can take the real red pill. You take that pill right there, you know, metaphor, and you see what it is and see if you can change it. Because if you don't, if you don't um, realize what's going on, you never get to the goal that you want. And uh, another thing that I have to say about that is, you know, this is the kind of man, a woman, I recommend. I'm not no woman, but I think that was what a woman that knows what she wants would be looking for as well, too. Because why would they want some man that's a whack, liar? He, he, you can't trust him, so you can't trust him to go to the grocery store. He might go out and go get Betty, you know? <laughs> You just you just don't know about it. But let me ask Mr. LeVon and bring back Mr. 910. What do you think about that? What do you mean? About some of those attributes that I just listed. About him being committed to honesty. Things like that. I totally agree. And then on a lot of cases, when you really look at it, honesty tends to be very superficial when it comes to certain things. When they're playing the game now, um, it's very common, you know, you hear about the girls that always brag about how they never really give their real name when they're in the club talking to a guy, stuff like that. Honesty tends to be very skewed when it comes to certain things. There's certain things you're never really going to tell the truth about or reveal, as um, some would rather say, or be a proper euphemism in this case, you know. Um, it's very hard. Uh, commitment, it's it's very subjective. When a lot of people look at it in a relationship, they think about how much they want the other person to commit, but then always put it on a condition, such as such as um, if they're doing this, then I will be doing this. And, of course, in some cases that works, but if you really want to be in a good relationship and you think the person you're with is a good person, then you should have no reason to dedicate yourself fully, you know? Yeah. This is Mr. 910. Mr. 910, are you there? Hello? Are you there? Yeah, I just had a beat, man. I ain't know what's going on. Well, thoughts about anything as far as a good man. What do you think some of the attributes he should have? If any, I don't know if you listen to it because you say you had a beat. What any? I think is a good man? Hello? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we hear you. What I think a good man is or something like that? I mean, yeah, I mean if you could go up and tell a young lady, some of the attributes that she should be looking for instead of the physical part, the inside part, what would you name as one of them? Man, uh, i say a man that fears God. Yeah, that's, that's a good one right there. i like to point that back to Byron. What do you think? think that's a good one? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here, Luke. Um, I would say that a man that fears God is um, is a good one. You know, it's a good one, and, and it really is 
the one you, you, you said it earlier about um, a man that's committed and dedicated. Well, you, you've also got to look at, at at how the relationship. First of all, that's not one of the questions that's even being asked when people go out on a date. Is okay, you know, if you if you do believe in God, which every, you know, really everybody was brought up a little bit. We all know, you know, we all know of him. A lot of people don't know who he is. A lot of people know who Jesus is. You know, do you know Jesus? Are you saved? That's not even a priority in a lot of relationships. And we wonder, you know, things that happen. You know, the things that they happen. And a lot of times, people too. People say, "I want a boyfriend. I want a girlfriend. I want to date." No one is dating to mate. I don't have time to waste five years in a relationship that's in a dead end. If I'm going to spend that much time, I'm going to be preparing myself to become your husband. But you should be preparing yourself to become my wife. I'm not just going to be dating you just to be dating you. That's a waste of my time. And, we, and, and you see that so many, you see people that have been dating for 6, 7, 8, 9, 13, 15 years that break up. You've wasted 15 years of your life that if you if you to you know what I'm saying, went back and did an assessment and really sat down and thought about what it is that you needed and what you wanted, you could have been married for, for 10 or 15 of those years. Now here you are. You started dating just today at 20. You're at 35, and now you realize you're the one and you're ready to be a wife. You're ready to be a husband. Now you've got to spend more time covering ground, and here you are at 40 starting on a marriage, and you could have already been 20 years married by that time. We don't date to mate anymore. We don't date to get married. We just date to, to be social. I have friends to be social, but when I encounter a relationship, I, I, I date to mate. I'm dating. I'm, I'm going into this relationship with, I, first of all, can I bring this person home to my mama? You know what I'm saying? Is this good enough to bring home to my mama? Second of all, what, what kind of, you know, what kind of mother would she make? What kind of friend would she make? You know what I'm saying? What kind of all these things would she make? What, um, the, the lady hit on earlier, what can she bring to the table? I know what I'm able to bring. Is she bringing more than me? Then I need to set my game up. We're not dating to mate. We're, we're just dating just to date, or we're just dating just to have that physical connection. We're not dating to mean something, which is why you have nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Wow. Well, wow. Anything you got to say about this, Kathy Allen? Oh, I definitely agree with everything the person. I'm, I'm sorry. I keep saying the person. What is What is his name? Go ahead and say it, Byron. Is it Byron? Say you. No, no. Right, call me Bishop because sometimes I go in the spirit on you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, but seriously, I totally agree with everything um, he just said. And I will say one thing to me that is very important because I don't have children, but most of the men that I do meet, they do have children. And to me, it is very important that they have a good relationship with their children, and I see them taking you know, care of their children. That to me is huge. If 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 a man has children and he will, he will not, you know, fulfill his obligation and even try to be a father to them, to me that is not a good man. Um, because I look at it like if you'll treat your children this way, why would you treat me any better? This is your flesh and blood. And I think a lot of times young girls, you know, and women, period, they they disregard that. But one thing that you guys said that I don't necessarily agree with um, is, you know a man having to fear God. Now, I'm, I'm saved, and, and I love the Lord, but I have seen so many men who love the Lord just like I do treat their wives like pure, unadulterated crap. So, and, and Because I used to be in the ministry. So, and it wasn't just, you know, I'm telling you, it was, I, I saw so many men who were supposed to be saved and, and 
and really mistreat their mistreat their wives and mistreat their women. So that doesn't necessarily mean the guy is going to be good. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I, I I definitely agree with her on that. Just because someone says that they fear um, fear God, but you know what? If they fear God and they have that relationship with God, first of all, you know what I'm saying, we were made in his image. If you don't love and treat him right, the person that made you, how are you going to love and treat something that he brought into your life and blessed you with? You know what I'm saying? you got to look at You have some people that, you know, that holler say that really ain't safe. That's a whole other subject. But getting back, you know, getting back to what she said earlier, you're right. You see people that, that at church, they're, oh, they're the awesome. Everybody wants to model their relationship after. And when at home, it's a whole other story. That's being hypocritical. Yeah. I just be very hypocritical. I think again that people have got to get back to back to basics. First of all, if you're in your word, just, just it is Sunday. If you're in your word, okay, yeah, the Bible does teach you that when a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing, and that he is to treat her. It, you know, it gives you basic. I mean, you know, the, the B I B L E basic instructions before leaving earth. The Bible teaches you basically how it is you're supposed to treat your wife, and it teaches a wife how it is she's supposed to treat her husband, and there's with respect. Whether to disagree or, you know, disagree. I had an argument with a friend of mine, a real good friend of mine, and I said, you know what? I said, I can't even, I can't even, you know what I'm saying, get, get, you know what I'm saying, get what I need from God and get what I need spiritually until I get that thing right. The whole thing, you know, if, if people just argue about stupid stuff and go on marriages, break up over arguments. Nowadays with the economic, people are breaking up over money, people fighting over money, not enough money. And I love the point that she brought out about a, a man that, you know, that, 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 his kids is attractive to her. But a lot of times men miss on what it is to take care of your children. If you ask a man, well, how do, you, how do you take care of your kids? Yeah. Take child support out, you know what I'm saying, every, you know, biweekly. Child support, clearly you don't look at the cost of daycare. Daycare is your child support. So really how you support your child, you supporting your child long enough for the, your, your baby's mother or your ex-wife or separate wife or whatever to go to work to do the rest of that. But if you're still not there, prime example, my uncle, be honest with you, my uncle has been looking for work and finding part-time jobs that nearly because lack of education and lack of experience. He spends time with his children every single day. And when he gets behind on child support, which is every 60 days, they come and lock him up. Yeah, the type of to make money, like they lock him up. Then they let him out. He goes right back, and he's the babysitter for the children and all that. He can't give them physical money, but he gives them what he's able to give them, which is time. And that's more than the money. You know, that's saving, you know, his, you know, his baby mama, you know thousands of dollars a year in child support, and he's, and he's there with his children. These men think that child support is supporting your child. I don't No, it's something that, that whole perception has got to change. Just because you get money taken out of your check every two I weeks. Comment. I got a comment about that. Uh, one of the people thought of <laughs> the chat room say child support is from the devil. What do you think about that? Uh, no, because if, if it weren't for now, if it weren't for child support, some of these children wouldn't have anything from from some of their fathers. Now there are some awesome stand stand up guys that are are terrific fathers, but child support was instituted because you know there were there was a time when you know men they were just leaving the women and women were forced to raise these children alone. They didn't have you know they they needed help, and if you look at it now, it's. Sean Levert, and and as much as I hate that, you know, what happened to him, he was in jail for back child support for $90,000. That is is the minimal 
thing that you can do for your child. It should go above and beyond just giving child support. Now, I do believe that the system does gouge some men, not all, but some. But child support is necessary to make sure that the children are taken care of. Do all the women use the money for the child? No. But at least as long as if the man is doing what he's supposed to do, then that's on the mother. She'll have to deal with that eventually. Yeah. Well, I got a caller coming in real quick. If y'all don't Mr. or Mrs. Uh, five, five eight zero, you are on the air. Five eight zero. Hi, how you doing? I'm I'm doing great. I'm doing great. What's your name? Good. Name is Noel. Calling from Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yes, sir. What you, you got to say about all this that we're talking about? What, the <laughs> subject of today is you, you know, know what you want in a a man. You know, women want to know. You know, well, we've been interviewing people. What a good yeah. man is to women. Yeah. Well, you, you know, you know what what happened. We um, you know, I, I was listening to the lady and said she said the system, you know, the system gouges the man sometimes. You know, it, it's not the system. You know, we we blame we blame things on everything else except us. Okay, mm-hmm. we know, right? You know the type of man or the type of female that you lay down with because it's it's a progression of things. Okay. And, and yes, the human, you know, you got to put the human factor into it. We are visual individuals first. We don't sit up here and dialogue with the men or women initially, right, to see where they're coming from. You, we, don't, we don't check the history and so on and so forth, right? We pick it up, we meet at a certain place, you go out on two or three dates, and then all of a sudden, you know, you get to sleep together. Guess what? You know, you think you're going together. Right? And we don't ask the hard question, and then when these things come up, right, then right, we want to blame everybody else and everything else except ourselves. You know? And I say that to say this. Yes, yes. You know, I paid child support for my first son, right? but nobody made me pay child support. My son had the leeway. I picked him up right, every other weekend. You know, I used to drive three hours one way just to make sure I picked my son up on time and so on and so forth. Then when I remarried, you know, he, he came in here to this home, okay? When my wife passed away 12 years ago, I was left with two other kids, you know, plus my son, right? Mm-hmm. And raised them since three, five, and nine, right? Now that, you know, and, and to this day, they haven't seen another woman enter this house or, or eat breakfast in this house because I made a commitment to raise my kids you know, in the right way and raise my boys and raise my daughter in the right way. So what I'm saying is that we pick, you know, we know what we're getting into. You, you know, the system don't have nothing to do with it, right? It's no, us. You have to what I was saying when I said the system. I No, don't, don't misunderstand what I'm saying. Child support is necessary. I'm saying that there are some people that it does gouge, not everybody, not everyone, but with some people, I do, I do believe that. Well, I mean, you know, you know, my, my thing is, is that, you know, we have to take that responsibility. And, and then, you know, the, the, next, the next thing I have is, we, I have is with, 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 with women themselves. Some women, after they make it, they say, well, I don't want the child support for, from the father. I can do it by myself, right? You know, I call that asinine because first and foremost, you know, if you sit up here and you open up an account with the child support money for that kid, whether that kid is one, two, or three, by the time that kid is 18, right, you can sit up here and, and have, 
you know, money for college, money for different things. You can set that child on a good path to, to, to a new beginning, right? What happened if you passed away, to, you know, today or tomorrow, right? And you say, look, I don't want no child support. I didn't want no child support. And now that kid don't have insurance policy and so on and so forth. Where did you put that kid in? What situation did you put that kid? You know, so that's what I'm saying. We have to take responsibility. We have to know what we're doing, and we have to, to learn, you know, how to take care of our families. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But the thing is about the child support, some people think that's a replacement for the father or the mother, where it, and it really ain't. It's just the money right there. You really do need those intangibles from the, the father and from the mother to really have that child, because that's how I was raised. I mean, that's my opinion. That's my thought. Some people argue me down, but look, <laughs> I have my mom and my daddy. It won't be me. It won't be no Evan, you know? Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> but yes, sir. It, it, it's all good there. I mean, a lot of people look like this. But but what, what I'm saying, we have, to, we have to stop being visual creatures and looking at individual in relationship and find out about the individual before you sit up here and lay down with that individual and then all of a sudden, you know, you're finding out all kind of nonsense about this individual. Wow. You understand? You know, it, we, you know the, the biggest thing is, it's got beautiful women out there, beautiful men out there. You understand what I'm saying? But then, if you don't look past that and start asking the hard questions, right? You know, a man sit up there and he opened the car door for you one, two, or three times, and boom, you're so flabbergasted, right? After the honeymoon is over, after two or three months, you get in the car by yourself. You should <laughs> think. And it, it happens all the time. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. It's crazy, Mister Mister Levon. What do you think about this? I know you're quiet over. It. I know you're pondering some thoughts. <laughs> um, quite honestly, I, I sort of agree because, especially, um, there's an amount of responsibility individual has. But I'll tell you right now, a system where a black man can get five years in prison for having what five grams of cocaine, and a white man has to have five hundred grams of cocaine five years in prison, I definitely assume the um, courts can be weighed um, depending on the situation, especially when it comes to child support. You know a cheap-ass motherfucker right now who's trying to get one of his um, ex-wives to pay him money for child support just because he's been taking care of the child. What's funny is he makes twice as much as she does. He claimed taxes on the child when the child was with her and spending time with that's the kind of system we have. It's, um, when it comes down to money, it's about money. It's not really about ethics in America anymore. It's not really about work ethics. People really don't respect those things anymore. We look at them as antique, in my opinion. And especially it's true, in my opinion, when it comes to certain relationships. Yes, it's not always the case when you look at a relationship. Yeah, some people fuck up because they make bad decisions. But at the same time, it's not always the person involved. There's a lot of outside factors, the way your um, society develops, all kinds of things that influence that. Yeah, that's true. Now, yeah. um, go ahead. Okay. Well, I was, it, it, he, he, he hit on it, um, definitely. Um, Lon did hit with about how the system is for child support. And, you, again, it goes back to one of these, I, I think, the, 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 okay, the topic of the show, the show is, you know, what makes a good man? And with how the laws and stuff are today, one of the questions that I feel a woman needs to ask a man if she desires to be in a relationship with him, and he has children, 
okay, is are you current on your child support? Because look at the look at the ramifications of this. You get married to a man that has kids that's in the rears with child support. Now, I deal in credit. I look at credit reports every day. I see people that have five, ten, twenty, thirty thousand or more in you know back old child support. If you file joint on your tax return and he's in the rears. They're going to take your tax return and put it towards his child support. You, the woman gets beat up for what the man has already done. So the man needs to have his business together before he steps up. You're right, child support, you know, a lot of times they either, either a man is not paying enough and too much and he can hardly live off on, but based on whatever income at the time he was making when the, when the judge issued the order, that's what he has to pay in situations like that. But, again, a woman, if you decide to have a good man, ask if he has children and you see he's taking care of his children, it shouldn't hurt to ask, hey, are you current on your child support? Pull a credit report. We're not doing this thing. You're trying to get married, walk down the aisle? Pull a credit report. You know, I'm not married. I got bad credit. Why do I need to get with you and got bad credit? I tell you what we can do. We can get your credit together before we walk down that aisle because society is you've got to have a certain amount of buying power. Okay, for home interest rates, also you got to have, you know, that's two incomes should bring in a good level of buying power. But if your credit is jacked up and child support is a part of your credit, believe it or not, you will get turned down for a loan. You will get turned down to buy her that bomb ring that she wants because you have failed to take care of your responsibilities. If you need help with child support or whatever, there are places out there, people out there that will work with you. But we've got to include that now because society has changed. You got people that are being faster, just be honest with just being a little bit fast with their tail, and they get caught up in situations circumstances. Doesn't matter. The child didn't ask to be here. Take care of the child. Now you've got to include that in you know, and when you bring a woman's table, yeah, I've got a son. Okay, my son's being taken care of financially. I make all the payments on time. I don't have a problem with that and I'm there for my child physically. I do have to disagree with you, Luke, about child support is not is is far as substitute. The support system is based on this. If you're not going to be there for that child physically in the house with that child, then you're going to be there financially. No, I, I mean, so. so. Well, I, yeah. well, I mean, what, I, what I'm talking about is when you just use that money to just take care of your child. The intangibles. Hey, Dad, why don't you teach me how to shoot ball? Dad, why don't you give me the facts of life, things like that? Replace that. Money would never replace the essence of the father. That's the problem right there. So you guys are not here going out committing crimes with the father is, you know, things like that. And I said, well, he left, you know, child support. Look at the crime. Look at it. It's crazy. But I, I, it, make you, it make you lose your hair, you know? <laughs> hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I understand your point when you made that point, but you got to look at to now situation. You have a lot of immature people that have kids. I've seen situations where a man can't go see his children because he's no longer dating their mother. So the only thing he can do is send money to take care of the child because the woman refuses to do it. He doesn't have the income a lot of times nor the knowledge to go get an attorney and fight for any type of custody or joint custody, especially if, you know what I'm saying, if his children are small or whatever, it is better to be brought up with their mother. You have immature people with children. And you're right, that child grows up thinking my dad you know, wasn't there for me because they're hearing a one-side story. At least he's able, at least he's making a commitment because if he was there in the home to the mama, he would provide. He would be there physically. He would be there financially. He would be there emotionally for that child. If he's not able to be there emotionally and he's not able to be there physically, then at least one out of the three is better than zero out of the three. My thing is, as for the woman, the ladies out there, you have power to choose. So if you choosing a, a knucklehead fool, 
y'all need to reevaluate that. Do you want to have this? Like, and we talked about this on one of our shows. If this person got you pregnant, would you be all right with it? If not, you need to back off two steps and go on somewhere else, you know, because that's the problem out here. We're laying down. We're basically not thinking, like the man from Oklahoma was saying, we're not thinking about this, these things until they come up. And we need to stop thinking like this. We need to be up front and tell people what's on our mind, what do you expect from me, what's going to go on, and how it's going to play out. That's that's all I'm saying. Because, again, with the child support, you got the financial part, but the, the part of the father, you've got to have a father in a row. I mean, if something happened, the guy goes to war or whatever, things happen like the accident, stand that part. But, you know, he's paying the stuff, and the mother would not let the, the – the father come in there. I question that. Why can't he go see his son? What is the problem? Is he abusive? I mean, what's the thing? I can understand. Is he abusive? Of course not. But if he didn't do nothing wrong, and I'm not letting him see him, I'm, a, I'm just going to hurt him like that. Because you do have people out there that hurt people using the kids. Wait. That's, that's Hello? 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 Yeah. Um, just just, just, just to, to, to clarify something as far as the the um, the lady had said, it's not just uneducated individual in this in this um, chaos. We have educated individual going through the same thing, right? As as uneducated people, right? And so what that telling me is that the the ones that are educated have a lot of book sense, but no common sense. Yeah. Okay, but what are you referring to? I don't remember anyone. Unless you guys can refresh my memory, I don't remember any of the ladies that called in said anything um, necessarily about an educated man or an uneducated man, you but, know, getting as far as the child support system. But what she said was, right, the people are not educated, okay, right? And what, what that led, lead people to believe is that, uh, you know, it, it happens to the, the lower echelon, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, you know, yeah, it could be a plan words or whatever it is, but what I'm saying, this epidemic, you know, hits everybody. I totally agree with you. You know, yeah. it, it hits everybody, you know, and, and, you know, you know, for me, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm, like I said before, you know, yes, you know, I came out of a relationship, you know, when my son was two, right? I paid child support. Nobody didn't force me to pay child support, and to this day, he's a senior in college, right? And... The money that I paid for child support still goes. You know, I never took it. Yeah. Never took it. You see, so so you know, you 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 know, it's the responsibility for raising my kids. And like I said, yes, right. I used to make a six-hour wrong trip, right, to pick up my son before six. You know, so so we have some men that are responsible, right? And and it wasn't, you know. It wasn't a thing where somebody sit up there and, and, and sit with me and taught me anything, you know. I took that upon myself, right, because I was a man. I mean, I, I do understand his point of view, and, 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 and I agree a lot, but what, what yeah, not to, I know we done got off the top just a little bit about what is a woman's opinion of a good man. What we have to realize is that the definition of a good has changed Throughout history, a good man, if you go all the way back, was a man out and what? For his family. 
was a good man. That a woman valued him. It was about how a man provided, but now that women have entered the workforce, you know, for the past 20, 30, if not longer years ago, half a century ago, women like, okay, I can bring home the bacon. The values have changed in men. Women look to men to be the provider, to bring the meat, to be the protector. Now, women are the protector. Women bring home the same the same money as men bring home, if not more. So women fight, well, okay, no, that's not my definition of a good man anymore because I can bring home the same things that that man. So women look for, I want a man that meets me on an emotional level and can, meet, and can bring the intimacy and all that. Man's role, a man's role has changed throughout history. Um, Dr. Was it Charles Monroe, his book on men finding the purpose, uh, you know, the, the men's purpose and, un, and, yeah, simple purpose, all that. I have that book, Dr. Miles Monroe, excuse me. His book talks about that, that. The idea of what a good man has changed so much that now we've gotten so many different ideas of what a good man is. There's so much confusion. You have the whole having to mandate child support. You have all these issues and all this drama because man's role of the idea of what a good man used to be has changed because why we have evolved our society advanced, and you have women doing the same things as a man to where a lot of women feel that they don't need a man unless they can't find a good man because they consider man someone that makes more money than them. Yeah. Well, let me put my hold one sec. We got one last caller coming in because I know it's about to come to an end soon. Uh, 281, 281, who are you? <laughs> it's your boy, the Dean. The Dean. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it, oh, man. <laughs> What do you have to say about all this? Oh, my God. It's And the guy was saying so many good points. I mean, I, I don't even know where to start. Do we want to start about how the TV is pussifying men, or do we want to talk about how the government is uh, control, uh, taking money out of men? I mean, the government is set up for women. It's, uh, it's, it's sad. It's a child support system is a bad thing because it's like, and I won't say all mothers, but there are a lot of mothers out there that take that child support and don't put that money into that child. They put it into themselves. And uh, the problem is, why aren't the dads being able to write the, that kid off? I mean, if you're giving money to this child, you should be able to get some reciprocation back and uh, be able to write that child on your taxes and get recoup some of that money back. And why can't the dad take the child? Why? Because they want to set it up that way. It's, it, the government, it, I'm a strong advocate for this. I, I, this is the one thing that gets under my skin. It saddens me to see all these fathers who are not able to see their children because you got angry, bitter women that are mad at him because he's either dating another woman or something like that, and all of a sudden they want to, your, your daddy ain't this, your daddy ain't that, your daddy ain't do this, your daddy ain't do that. You know, and and, there's, and it's going on today. It's it's terrible. The court system is set up for women, and that's okay, why. Okay, but I the, the Dean, let yes, me stop you do. really quick there, just just for a minute, yes, because ma'am. even though I do agree with some of what you're saying, um, if you look now, a lot of men, more men are getting custody of their children, and now I totally disagree with as far as how some women some women are that way. You know, with with their children, they do you know, disrespect the man, and I don't agree with that. But then on the flip side of that, you do have some men that are the same way with their kids. When they do get their kids, they're the exact same way. But you know and what? And if you look at it, sometimes like the mother, now, I don't agree. I do believe that when, when child support comes in for that child, that money should go for that child. But at the same time, if the child is living with the mother, she's taking care of the child anyway. So 
if when she goes to pay the light bill, that's you know for that's still benefiting the child. Now, I'm not saying she should take that money, run out and get herself a Gucci or a Prada bag. That is totally wrong. <laughs> but okay, some but let's women look at this. do that. Let's look at uh, 50 Cent's, and, and 50 Cent's uh, ex or his baby's mama was, was one of the greatest victories for men. She uh, wanted, she was getting, I think, uh, $20,000 a month from 50 Cent. And so she decided, you know what, that's not enough. That's not enough to take care of my child. I mean, $20,000 a month wasn't enough. So she wanted $50,000. So once the courts looked at those records, they reduced her child support to $6,000. It's just a fact that you don't need that uh, that much money to raise a child, especially if the dad is involved in the child's life. If, yeah, the, I mean, dad I is, if the dad is there, the dad can help with the child. But sometimes, again, and y'all know what I say, this, y'all know y'all think I'm sexist, but the choices that the women make, you know, you can't blame the dad for being irresponsible and a knucklehead. You knew he was a knucklehead, you knew he was irresponsible, and yet you laid with him anyway. So but, Dean, what about, what about those men? Seriously, because now you, come on right. now, brothers, y'all got to be honest. Some men can truly game a woman. A woman can be with a man for years and she not know that he's gaming her. I mean, seriously, some brothers have their game down that tight. Now, don't get me wrong. I do believe that there are signs somewhere all along the, going down the road that, you know, she may be disregarding those signs or something. But some, not even just men, some women. Some people are so good at gaming people that they never really ever get found out. Right, but you know how many fathers kill themselves because they can't afford child support. They they have to live in a box. They you know they they go crazy because they can't see their child. Uh, you know the mom says you can't see my child this weekend, knowing you're supposed to see the child. Then he has to come up with money to take her back to court just to get over these situations. There are tons of men out there who want to be in their child's life. There are a lot yeah, of I agree, buttons. and I agree with you there. And, I do. I and, totally and agree with sad. you. And it's sad. It is really, really sad to see these poor children not being able to see. Matter of fact, my mother used to do that. My mother, when my mother got mad at my dad, you know what she said? You can't see me. I can't see her. I couldn't see my see, dad and, because my mother yeah. got mad. And see, and I, and I know that women do that. They use the child as a pawn, and I am totally against that because in the long run, it hurts the child. Right. Yeah, but I, if, I, if, but if, if you, if you, um. If you're, 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 you're doing what you're supposed to do as a father, and, and I mean, you know, we do have some trifling men, and I'm going to tell you, we do have trifling men, we do have trifling women, right? Now, my thing is, we, we have, you know, every time I see a show or whatever it is, either we talking about trifling men, trifling women, or so on and so forth, or, or, or we, we, we're beating up men or we're beating up women. We need to, to just come together and, and show them, right, how it benefits the kids. Have something to you know in in a positive light also to, to how it benefits the kids if both people get along. Why don't you tell an emotional woman then see how far you get? Look, let me tell you something. My ex wife, my ex wife was was emotional, right? But you know what? You know I use the system, right, in order for me to see my kids. And there's never a time, right, that I did not see my kids. They include driving. And I told you, right. And to this day, right, for that, you know. My kids still call from, from the university and, hey, Dad, you know, sometimes, and we sit down and have a talk. You know, it was good for me to sit on the couch and look through the window to see you come up and pick me up. And he's 22 today. You understand? And remember that when he was three, four, five, and 6. You understand what I'm saying? So, you know, we can do it. You know, we can, we can it, 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 could, it could be done, right? Because I know my ex-wife was emotional at times, right? 
but it's a way to do things. Well, what about fraternity fraud? What what about the women that lie about you having this child being yours and you paying child support? And what the way the court system is now is that if you're with a woman for in some states, if you're with a woman, a woman who you, you suspect that's your child for over a year, and you find out that child is not yours, you still have to be responsible and pay child support for that child. You know what? You know, you, you know that's all right. Let me plug in this real quick for everyone before they uh, tune yeah. in. We're going to still continue this right now. The number is 646-716-7911. The people in the chat room, if the feed cuts off, you need to call in. But also, 8.30 tonight, we're going to be on Fallen Men. That's the other show. We're going to talk about other stuff as well, too. That's 8.30 tonight. Uh, the number for that, I don't have it listed with me right now, but the website is the same thing as blogtalkradio.com forward slash Fallen Men. But go ahead and continue on what you were saying, Mr. Oklahoma. Uh, look, no, um, uh, you know, I, I would like I would like to stay with the show and, and – um, and and you know we we just you know I will take your number and I will come on as much as I can because I like the dialogue that that we are having but I have to do this this um I'm also a school teacher and I and I have to do this no child left behind show you know with yeah. a friend of mine from Maryland you know and yeah. he's been he's been beating my show up he's been beating me up you know all this time so okay um I, I will definitely you know I will take my leave of absence but you know as a single father. You know, and trying to raise two boys and 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 a and a, and a young lady, you know, it, it's it's I know it's hard, you know, and 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 I know it's hard to the point where when you you divorce or you separated from a woman, and 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 like the brother said, yes, you have. I mean, we have to admit, right? Yes, there are trifling men and trifling women, regardless of how you cut the thing. But we have to come together some way for the benefit of the kids. Okay. I so agree with that, man. I definitely agree. I hate the cattiness that sometimes comes in dialogues between the sexes because we totally lose the whole concept of what we're trying to do in the first place, and that is to bring unity and understanding between people so they can have better relationships and so we can avoid these things. I so agree with you. Amen. Hey, y'all be blessed, and I'm going to move on to this other show. Uh, thank all right, you. Sir. Okay, I, I guess we're going to go ahead and wrap it up because there's a lot of people tuning in. I told people basically if you're going to uh, call in, just call in. But let's go to the next show we have. Love Talk and Radio. We still got stream, but it's not airing. But what basically I would like to do is still recording. I would like to uh, have Cafe LA give out her information again, let people know, you know, how to listen to your shows, what time they come on. Um, my shows air Fridays at 7 p.m. Eastern, um, and the site address is www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash life, love, and everything in between.com. No, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> That's wrong. It's forward slash life, love, and everything in between. Mm-hmm. See? Messing up? No. <laughs> 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 Let me let me bring back Mr. Nine One Zero and ask him this: you have any final thoughts, Mr. Nine One Zero? You got any final thoughts for us? Nah, I'm good right now. I'm okay. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mr. Levon, any final thoughts? Um, uh, that's pretty much what I was just saying earlier. We really, I'm really glad we could have some dialogue. It's just, um, I like to be a mediator too, just like the man was saying to really show the differences between the sexes really bring understanding from both sides of the perspective. Right when you think of what is a good man, 
a man should automatically think, what is a woman going to think of me? And at the same time, women should automatically not sit there and listen to what men say is a good man because they're looking for a good man. The man isn't typically looking for a good man. So they should really think about what they want for themselves, but at the same time think about what they're going to contribute to them. It's a mutual process here. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true right there. Uh, I, I would like to say, to be honest, that everyone do need to look. Use your use your heart, not your eyes, basically, to get the overall value of the person you're dealing with. Don't judge the person by the outside you know, the content of the outside, look at the content of the characteristics with the attributes within that Evan, person. Um, Evan, let me, let, me, let me say something really quick because you said use your heart. I think a lot of times our heart gets us in trouble. They need to use, your, use their head yeah. because a lot of times their heart is going to tell them, oh, I love him, I'm, you know, I want to stay with him. Even though he's treating her like crap, he's cheating on her. Her head is saying, you need to walk away from here. He's not what you need. So they need to use their head and not their heart. I, I still think you, you might want to use your heart overall to what some people might say with your head because sometimes people are influenced by other things other than, you know, their own thoughts, basically. Because if you got a feeling, like you remember you saying the vibe to whatever wasn't kicking mm-hmm. with this, it's mm-hmm. not, you're not going to try to force it. <laughs> I always learn that in basketball. Never force the ball down the court if it's not going to go. <laughs> no. I mean, that's what I mean, basically. If it's not going to kick, you can feel that it's not going to kick. But, yeah, you can use your mind, too. But I'm just, in my opinion, my thoughts. But, uh, overall, I thank everyone tuning in. I think next week I'm going to bring in a special friend. He's talking about some of his blogs on MySpace. His name's Paul. I'm going to see if I can get him in. But uh, I think he's trying to talk about the basics functions of uh, the 10 things that black women do not like about black men. So tune in. I don't. I think that might wow. be on the list. So we're going to see what he's talking about because he's been writing a lot of blogs on MySpace about this. So hit us up tomorrow. Well, not tomorrow, but next Sunday. But tune in tonight as well for Fallen Men. And I thank everyone for kicking it in with me. And I thank all the callers for real because it really did help me out for real. And I have a little going away song for y'all. I hope y'all enjoy. You know, you, you make me feel so good inside. I've always wanted a girl just like you. Such a pure artist. 